Hello, good evening, and welcome to Talk with Yaks. That's Y A K S. How are you all doing tonight? Well, I'm doing fine. I'm doing okay. So、um, last week I was here and I talked about、um, a few things, mostly about domestic violence. And、uh, I said a few things. Well, I hope they were helpful. I really enjoyed myself last time on the show, so I hope you、um, enjoy yourself today.、Um, without further ado, what I want to talk about is closely linked to domestic violence. So closely linked. Uh, it's because、um, I had a conversation with somebody, and、uh, I then realized that、um, certain things happen, and unless we talk about it, people out there won't know. And so many people are facing the same thing but don't have a voice, and they're finding it difficult to leave. That's L I V E. They are finding it difficult to cope. Well, as always, I want to start by reading out something I wrote down here, and it says, "All relationships are worth fighting for until they are not anymore." Most importantly, learn to choose your battles. I know when to walk away from what is not working, despite your efforts, before it kills you. So, I want to talk about、um, signs you are in a toxic relationship. And、uh, as always, I'd like to broaden my scope. And not just talk about romantic relationships alone. While preparing for this、um, episode, I、uh, I remembered sometime two years ago, maybe I watched a film titled "Fall from Grace," and in that movie,、um, she did something bad, very bad. Because her partner changed her into that demon, so to speak, and such is the plight of many people today. There are people who have been changed by their spouses into persons they would have never ever thought of being, and it's really really scary. Because when you hang around the barber shop long enough, sooner or later you're gonna get a haircut. Anyway, so what is a toxic relationship? I mean, many people are in toxic relationships, and they don't even know they are in a toxic relationship because they have gotten so used to the atmosphere, and they see nothing wrong with it. Um, it's going to take 
the grace of God for them to actually see that, hey, this is not how it is supposed to be. You deserve better, like really, really better. So a toxic relationship contaminates your self-worth, contaminates your self-esteem, your happiness, and the way you see yourself and the world you live in. So this has caused so many people to see things from a cracked lens, so to speak. And when they meet up with old folks and they sit down and they have a chat, if you're sensitive enough, you would know that something about this new person that I'm sitting with is different from the person I used to know. Not necessarily a positive change. Change is constant, right? But when the change is not positive, then that's the problem. Or better yet, um, we can say a toxic relationship is one that makes you feel unsupported, misunderstood, or even attacked by your spouse. There's a difference between correcting your spouse with love and attacking them. There's a difference, a big difference. But the problem is here, most people actually think they are correcting you with love and in reality what they're doing is attacking you like okay I get it I messed up and that wasn't what I wanted but hey we all make mistakes right so he without sin should cast the first stone but then people just find a way and not correct you, so to speak, but they attack you. And that doesn't solve the case most of the time. It doesn't. So furthermore, any relationship that makes you feel worse than better can become toxic over time. Now, it's not really a matter of if but it's a matter of when. Just give it time. Sooner or later, it's going to change you. Now, we are a reflection of the people we hang around with most of the time. Right. So it's very important that you choose wisely who you hang around with. It's important. Don't just let anybody come into your life and just have access to you anytime, any day, and just feed you in with negative information, negative energy, and you take that home to your spouse and all that. Nah. All right, let's just keep rolling gently, right? Okay. So um, the truth is relationships, right, can start healthy. But along the line, bad feelings, bad history, or even long-term unmet needs can change the dynamics of things. Sometime, some time ago, I wrote something about how um, unmet needs change the dynamics of uh, marriage. And it wasn't really, I remember a line in that um, write-up I did, it wasn't really about what they didn't do, it was about 
uh, it wasn't really a bigger part. It wasn't really about what they did. It was about what they didn't do. So whether you call it or met expectations or whatever, sometimes resentment begins to grow from that point on. So what then happens? It pollutes the relationship and it changes the people in it. I'm trying not to go ahead of myself. Actually, I just want to take things really slowly tonight. So, either way, um, things can change rapidly or slowly, but there's going to be a change. Now, it's either it's going to be a positive change or a negative change. Now, it can happen easily or quickly, right? And it can happen to even the strongest of persons that you know. Now, last week I said something along the lines of, um, regardless of your um, your your position in the society, your qualifications academically, um, how wealthy you are how influential you are, whatever your position is in society, anyone, anyone could be a victim of domestic violence. Anyone, just about anyone. So I remember I said that last week on the show. Now, regardless of who you are in society, you could fall into that trap of being abused. You could fall into that trap of adapting in a toxic environment and it's not just going to do you well that's the truth because anytime you find yourself struggling to stay alive struggling to stay afloat in your relationship then something is wrong i'm not saying there won't be ups and downs obviously every relationship goes through ups and downs but then it's not a place where you dwell so to speak right when things are down hopefully we pray things will get up back right but then when things are constantly down like that's the normal Uh uh-uh that's a problem it's a problem okay um this is we're getting deeper a little bit now um when when we mention toxic relationships what comes to your mind now the average person we just quickly um, limit the scope to um, lovebirds alone, talking about romantic relationships between a boyfriend and a girlfriend, husband and a wife, um, and what, 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 what have you, right? So, but it's actually deeper than that. Now, but the truth is, that's just a fragment of a bigger picture. Now, toxic relationships can exist in just about any context. Let that sink in. Toxic relationships can exist in just about any context. From uh, uh, the boardroom to the playground or even to the bedroom. Right? So, any, it's not just, we can't just put it in a box and say, okay, it's just we're just limiting it here to romantic relationships. As I will be sharing as we progress, you will get to understand that even in offices, these things exist, even in families. Last week, I said the same thing when I was talking about domestic violence. 
most people just actually think domestic violence are something that happened uh, only to lovebirds and all that. But uh-uh, I beg to differ. I beg to differ. I've seen these things happen in families, between siblings. I've seen it happen between lovers and even between co-workers. All right? So just about any context, toxic relationship can exist. Right? So, yeah. Um, now, you may be dealing with... Um, toxic relationship even with your family members like i just said like siblings and it kind of make me um i i at this point sometimes when these people when you're so used to toxicity you come from a family where um these things are normal subconsciously you would crave for that to be your new normal. Now, there are exceptions though. So even if there's peace in your relationship, you would often do something to provoke your partner just to see um, that uh, thing that you saw while you were growing up in your house. You just want to have a feel of it. That's how you know you feel loved. But that's a problem. Now, uh, just as in the case of the family, we rarely talk about those ones. But what we just talk about mostly is about lovebirds and all that. But the problem stems from the family because each and every person listening to me now came from a family, right? So I get it. We, we have so many things that educate us. So many things. Um, the environment does that. Our families does that, right? So we have so many things that actually serve as um, our guide, so to speak, but not necessarily being correct. So as you grow as an adult, it is left for you to rethink those things, think about what is right, and do what is right. Yes, so I just thought I should say that and I feel better now. So, yeah. Um, from some few weeks back or months, yeah, I think in March, we're in April now, yeah, just some, some few weeks back, right? Um, there was a serious talk on Twitter space of how toxic the Nigerian tech space is. And I have something here. An article from thewhistler.ng. That's www.thewhistler.ng. They had this to say, and I quote, The industry has become... Sorry, I beg your pardon. Uh, the industry has been described as an enabler of decent work and economic growth. However, recent happenings have shown that beneath that glitz and glamour lies a toxic environment with unsavory work conditions. A recent article by Tech Cabal titled Tyranny in the Workplace, the Chaotic Culture of Bento Africa opened a can of worms as hundreds of employees started sharing experiences of of high-handedness, tyranny, as well as emotional, verbal, and physical abuse by startup founders. 
Now, you would wonder, why am I bringing this up in a podcast that has to do with romantic relationships? Well, I'll let you know. Um, while preparing for this, uh, while I was going through the article, there were some key words that caught my attention. So, the glitz and the glamour lies a toxic environment. So that whole thing just caught my attention. Between the glitz and the glamour lies a toxic environment. I want to take that out of that um, text that I just read. Um, <clears throat> excuse me. Now, that statement is the story of many people in romantic relationships. That statement right there beneath the glitz and the glamour likes a toxic environment. Now, you may be fooled by the outward appearance alone, the beautiful houses, the expensive cars, the fancy dinners, trips back and forth, and there's nothing wrong with all of that, right? It spices up your relationship. And you wish, oh, I wish I could just be in their shoes. I wish I could just be this person or be that person. But you really don't know what they are facing. Sometimes people stay in these toxic relationships because of the things they get, the material things, rather than the love. Can love actually thrive? In such a space? That's a good question to ask. Well, in my little walk so far, I've come to realize that most people stick around, especially when there's money involved. And they feel like, how can I leave that for nothing? No, I just rather endure the whole thing. Hopefully it's going to pass. But sometimes it doesn't really past it grows worse it, maybe we'll talk about that another day now if you've been current right you will notice that johnny depp and amber heard are uh, in the courts it's a similar thing domestic violence someone somebody's lying somebody's saying the truth my finger got caught. You know, the story is just full of twists and turns. But when you, prior to the um, the public knowing about these things, many people would have wished to be in that relationship due to the words, uh, the pictures on Instagram, the tweets here and there, the fancy dinners, like I mentioned, the big houses and all that, the money in the bank and all that. Yeah, but life is beyond all of those. Now, the bottom line here is a relationship is toxic when your well-being is threatened in some way, whether it's emotionally, physically, or even psychologically. I was having a conversation with my sister the other day and she was telling me how someone asked a question one time when they were just having a chat and the person said, would you choose, uh, obviously you can have both by the way, 
between happiness and money, which would you choose? And the girl was like, I'm definitely going for money. Some others said happiness. But for me, I would go for happiness. But why go for one when you can have both? Um, this is not to endorse mediocrity or something of that nature. But we have to learn to groom ourselves to look beyond material things. What those things do is that they just create an enabling environment for love to thrive in. That's the truth because you need to pay your rent. You need to feed yourselves, your kids and all of that. So anyway, that's just something I just thought of saying at this point. So, um, whatever kind of relationship that um, threatens your well-being, whether it's um, physically, psychologically, or even emotionally, then it is safe to say that it's toxic. Also, um, it could play out in different ways, like when the person you are with threatens your well-being by what they are saying, doing or not doing remember i said or met expectations actually well there it is safe to say that that's a toxic relationship and i'd like to ask a question not now i will ask a question hopefully i hope i remember um relationships that involve um Physical or verbal abuse are definitely classified as toxic. Remember last week, there was something I read, something I wrote. I said there are a few things that we could uh, consider as minor, but there's one thing globally we will all say is major, and that's domestic violence. Um, I don't think anybody in their right frame of mind will endorse domestic violence. Just as I'm saying this now, I don't think anybody in their right frame of mind will endorse one being in a toxic relationship, right? Your your health should be your priority. It's very important, right? Because these things will change you into something or somebody you never wanted to be. And that's not you. You're beautiful. You're wonderful. You're wonderfully made. You are absolutely gorgeous. And I don't think... You deserve to be in a toxic relationship. And I don't think you should be toxic, all right? So, by the way, there are other subtle signs of um, toxic relationships. And they include the following. I wrote down a few here. Um, When the person brings out the worst in you, or you both bring out the worst in each other, um, when you are around that person, you are not at your best, um, you feel like you're walking around, you're, you're walking on eggshells when you're around that person to just uh, keep yourself from saying or doing something that they might find offensive, which is not really offensive, though. Um, you spend a lot of um, time and emotional strength trying to cheer them up. I actually wouldn't like to be in this kind of relationship where I have to jumpstart you every morning. Nah, you'll get tired at some point. Um, you give more than you're getting, which makes you feel devalued and depleted. Yep. Or mm, depleted, rather. That's the word I wanted to use, depleted. You give more than 
you give more than you are getting, which makes you feel uh, depleted and devalued. Like, kind of reminds me of the movie um, A Fall from Grace, where she was constantly giving and giving and giving. He was taking and taking and taking. And at one point she thought, this man thinks I'm crazy, right? So, yeah, something like that. And it changed her. She did things that she, in her right frame of mind, the person she was before she met that dude wouldn't have, she wouldn't have even did that. But that's how life can be. You know, talk is cheap, right? Talk is cheap. We could boastfully say in ourselves, in our flesh, that, hey, I can never do that. I can never do You actually don't know what you can and cannot do unless you're faced with that situation. If not helped by God. Now, the mere fact that we are men, when I mean men, I mean the entire human race. The mere fact that we are mankind, mankind actually makes us vulnerable. If not held by God, anybody can fall. Now, when you feel constantly disrespected and that your needs aren't being met, uh, that's something you might want to reconsider, right? So, and like I said earlier, it usually takes a toll on your self-esteem over time. You feel unsupported, misunderstood, and it's just not if it's not it's not just worth it now this is something that always happens you're always to blame like they turn things around so that you 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 thought they you, 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 they always turn things they, have, they always have a way of turning things around right to make you feel like oh you did bad whereas it wasn't your fault it was theirs but they have a way of Shall I use the word manipulating their victim into thinking they are the ones at fault? And I don't have a problem with apologizing. There's nothing wrong with that, right? But then when they constantly do that, nah, that's 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 wrong, man. That's really wrong. Now, it is important that you look out for certain behavior before you can categorically say that the relationship is toxic or something like that. Now, when those behaviors are constantly, like, I mean, on a K constant, you see them often being displayed. Nah, your relationship is toxic. You are in a toxic relationship. And if you are the toxic person, you can change. The biggest room in this world is that of change. And you can step in and actually change. So, in other words, if one or both... um, of you are constantly selfish, disrespectful, um, spreading negativity here and there. You could be creating toxicity in your own relationship without knowing. But however, on the other hand, if you are both are encouraging, compassionate, respectful, yeah, there might just be setting um issues that can create toxicity but it can be addressed there's i i feel there's there it of course it depends on who is addressing it and how it's been tackled there's always hope unless the person you're with sees no hope and feels like this is just the way they are have you heard people say this is just who i am uh uh-uh, no 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 you can change 
is it going to be easy no it's not going to be easy but it's going to be worth it so i suggest you try it so yeah so last week while i was um surfing the internet i came across something um i think i was on twitter yeah twitter and somebody wrote down something about um this and i brought it out and says um toxic women destroy good men too but we barely talk about that now i'm not here to spark up a debate never ever no so what about toxic women that turn men into abusers am i justifying the fact that one should be abused certainly not now too many times we don't hear these kinds of stories however um toxicity has nothing to do with a particular gender but it has all to do with the entire human race on earth are there toxic men of course there are likewise are there toxic women certainly so there are now rather than um sparking a debate or something about which gender is more toxic or which gender can endure more or adapt to toxicity now the conversation should be about how to avoid such relationships or persons or how to curb this deadly killer silently killing many in our world today so if you were expecting me to list um one uh he's going to be jealous to he's going to be disrespectful nah that's not my style by the way but if you listen you um pick out key points all right so like i always say relationships are important and in this episode you would uh, if you listen well it's not just um um about romantic relationships alone it happens in workplaces happens in playgrounds and all that so my plea here is the homes should be in order because it is these homes that breed adults and these adults meet different people and they come together and they form another family becomes a hybrid they bring theirs he bring he brings on his she brings hers and they come together and they form a hybrid so whatever it is they learned from their parents and the society is what they are going to inculcate into their children so all i'm saying is more work has to be done from the home more work has to be done from the families in order to raise wonderful men and wonderful girls So thank you for listening and um I have a Facebook page now and you could uh, search for me on Facebook talk with the axe thank you to underscore awesome at awesome thank you so much man for doing my designs I really appreciate it you've been a good brother and thank you and thank you to everyone that has supported me so far really appreciate it and i hope this was helpful 
So I shall see you next week. Next week will be wonderful. Next week I want to talk about um ah, let's just make it let's just give it a secret. So tune in next week, same time, same place. Thank you so much and do have a good night rest.